I don't know about you, but we're always looking for ways to get our kids involved and give back in our local community. That's why we're excited to tell you about Student Visionaries of the Year, a campaign by the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, which is the largest nonprofit organization dedicated to creating a world without blood cancers. Student Visionaries of the Year is a seven-week philanthropic leadership development program for high school students. Participants form strong teams and fundraise in honor of a pediatric blood cancer survivor in their local community. I would love for Violet to do this program when she's in high school. This program is transformative. It not only helps students develop valuable life skills like project management, communication, financial literacy, and entrepreneurship, not to mention it looks great on college applications, but most importantly, it's also a chance for them to engage in meaningful work within their community and make a real impact on blood cancer patients and their families. You can learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or even nominate a student at lls.org slash students. That's lls.org slash students. Okay, for Ruby, for change one, we're going option B. Yeah. For change two, we're going option A. Okay. And then change three, option C from change two. Yeah, with the pants. Yes. All right. Nice. Hi, and welcome to Happier in Hollywood, the podcast about how to be happier, healthier, saner, more creative, more successful, and more productive in a backbiting, superficial, chaotic, unpredictable, fundamentally insane world. I'm Sarah Fain, a TV writer and producer living in Ojai, right outside of L.A., and with me is my high school friend and writing partner, Liz. That's me, Liz Craft. On this podcast, we talk about being writers in Hollywood, how we balance a career and friendship, and how to survive the war of attrition that is life in Los Angeles. In today's episode, we'll talk about wrapping the writer's room for season two of Fantasy Island. Then in Take a Hike, we offer tricks for sleeping while stressed. Next, we'll answer a mailroom question about disciplines that help us while show running. And finally, this week's Hollywood hack will safeguard your valuables. But Liz, first we have an update. We are currently preparing for our spring listener questions episode. So now's the time to send your questions. You can ask us about whatever you'd like, life in Hollywood, TV writing, our friendship, tending chickens. I got a (laughs) rabbit, so you can ask about the rabbit. rabbit. Email or send a voice memo to happierinhollywood at gmail.com. And we want to remind everyone to read Happy Campers by Audrey Monkey. You can read it in print or you can listen to the audiobook. In June, we are going to have our first Facebook Live book club. Very excited for that. Yes, I'm so excited to talk about this book. Okay, Sarah, now it is time for From the Treadmill Desks Of, in which we discuss what's most pressing in our work psyches. This week, it's wrapping the writer's room for season two of Fantasy Island. Friday was our last official day in the room. It feels like we just started, and now the room is over. It's so strange. You know, it's the COVID Zoom room. We met in person a few weeks ago, but we wanted to get everyone together, but we were literally too busy to take the time out of the day to get together. So we ended up having like a 10-minute goodbye Zoom. It was so sad. I know. It was sad and anticlimactic, and it's hard to sort of give a speech or something. We wanted to like say (laughs) thank you to everyone, but I don't know, it just feels silly. 
making a speech on Zoom. I know. Plus, we'll get together. I mean, we will have a gathering in June yes. at some point to officially yes. like thank and say goodbye to everyone or or goodbye for now, because hopefully there will be a season yes. three and we'll reunite. But yeah, I mean, people were literally like in their homes, type, 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 typing so that we could get a script in. Yeah. All of us just working away. And then it was like, Zoom for 10 minutes, go back to type, 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 typing. Yes. Sarah, I have to say you and I have definitely perfected the art of squeezing every last drop of work we can <laughs> out of a staff. I mean, usually on a, in a writer's room, the last few weeks are kind of the wind down. Yeah. Most people are done. You're just kind of there hanging out. Not on Fantasy Island. I mean, we no. had people working through <laughs> Friday at 6 p.m. It was nuts. <laughs> yes. Um, and the good thing is, though, two of our writers, our upper level writers, will be staying with us through the end of production. So we do get Adam and Adria for a yes. few more weeks, which is, thank God, yes. that'll definitely be a huge help. So it was like sort of a half goodbye. Right. It was a goodbye to our official room. Yes. Now, I think what's hard for you and me about this is that we have senioritis now. Totally. It feels like, hey, we're done. Party, relax, go to Burke Williams. But in fact, you and I have to do more in the next three weeks than we've ever done in a three-week period of time in our whole career. Yes. So that's going to be fun. Yeah. So we have this sort of mental feeling of like, now we should be relaxing as we're, I mean, it's just relentlessly working. So, you know, maybe we'll, I don't know, have a cup of tea. <laughs> I don't know. We're going to have to get a little relaxing in. <laughs> have a beer. Isn't that what seniors yes. do? We'll just have a, yeah. yeah. I don't like beer, but... <laughs> I'll have one in honor of the senioritis. And Sarah, we will be in Puerto Rico for the actual premiere, which we should mention is May 31st. They've started Yay. ads. You can, um, you know, I'm sure you could Google and find an ad for season two. It's going to be amazing. So great. Hopefully one of the writers will have people over. We should say we have Cheryl Hines and Rachel Harris as our guest stars in the premiere episode. They are hilarious and emotional and wonderful. It's a super fun episode. So definitely tune in May 31st. Yes. Yes. So anyway, hopefully we'll see everyone in June in person. Yes. COVID safe somewhere outside, probably your backyard. <laughs> yes. So anyway, season two room in the books. And Sarah, you know, now we got to start stressing about that season three. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Speaking of stressing, coming up, alternatives to counting sheep when you are trying to sleep while stressed, but first this break. Liz, there is nothing I love more than having a delicious meal that I didn't have to cook, which is why I have been getting no prep, no mess meals from Factor. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's Fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So, no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. Last night, I had blackened salmon with broccoli and with cauliflower rice. It was so delicious. It was the perfect dinner. 
Head to factormeals.com slash HIH50 and use code HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code HIH50 at factormeals.com slash HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Okay, Liz, it's time for Take a Hike in which we discuss physical, mental, and spiritual health. Today, it's, I would say, physical and mental. We're going to talk about sleeping while stressed and the tools that we have been discovering to help us do that. Yes. So we have mentioned a few times that we're stressed amidst all of our busy bragging. And as we all know, not sleeping does not help stress and it doesn't help you be more productive. So we need to get our sleep. Yes. And Obviously, having a good sleep routine is something important to do for your overall health, whether you're stressed or not. But when you're trying to sleep and you are super stressed, having some extra tools makes it a little bit easier. We're big sleep fans. (laughs) Yes. No more all-nighters for us, Sarah. We find them to be extremely counterproductive. However, we are both known to lay awake at night stressed, which is not helpful either. Now, you in particular have had an enormous amount of stress this year. I mean, I have kind of the normal amount for work. You've had work stress, life stress. So I feel like you in particular have been like honing these skills and finding tools. So do tell us what you've discovered this last year. I will, yes. And I have to tell you, I don't get a perfect night of sleep every night, but I am getting very good nights of sleep since I have been doing these things. Okay, so the first one, and these were recommended by my doctor, L-theanine supplements, which is an amino acid in green and black tea and some mushrooms. It helps ease anxiety, stress, and reduces insomnia. So what's great about these is I take them, I take two of them before bed. And then if you wake up in the middle of the night, I literally have a bottle on my bedside table and you can take two and they help you fall back asleep. It's basically like having a cup of green tea, except you won't then have to get up and pee. What's interesting, Sarah, is do you feel that part of it is a placebo effect? Like you're like, oh, I've taken these pills. Now I can go back to sleep. Very possibly. I don't take them very often. It's like sometimes I'll wake up Mm -hmm. and go like, I should take an L-theanine pill and then fall back asleep. (laughs) It's like knowing that they're there. Helps me Uh just ease back into sleep. So yes, for sure. Okay, and then tell me about this muslin blanket you've been using. Okay, I have to admit, this is something I saw in a Facebook ad. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Take that for what it's worth. But this is not an ad. So there's this company called Muslin Comfort, and they have these huge muslin blankets. And I love this thing. Okay, first of all, if you sleep with another human who is inclined to, say, steel covers, Mm -hmm. they're wonderful because they're huge. I have a king-size bed, and it falls a long way off the sides of the bed, and they're intentionally designed that way. And they're like the perfect temperature control blanket. You're not too hot. You're not too cold. Violet likes to be really warm when she Mm -hmm. sleeps, and this keeps her warm. I like to be cool So this keeps me cool. Someday after the pandemic is officially over, I'll sleep by myself and that'll be lovely. But until then, (laughs) 
Sarah, this sounds like Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants of Blankets. <laughs> it is. So it I, totally it is. It fits everyone. Yes. So that's Muslin Comfort. Okay. I'm. This is intriguing. Oh, I highly recommend it. Highly, highly okay. recommend. Okay. And then the other thing is, and I, this started when Violet was very small, and we would listen to a song as she fell asleep. And the song we listened to is Pony Man by Gordon Lightfoot, which is very, very soothing. Um, mm. And I used to just play it when she fell asleep. Now I play it all night. And it definitely oh. has this soporific effect. It's like, again, if I wake up and I hear this song, I'm just like, and I'm back to sleep. We've wow. been doing this now for a long time, and it's such a routine that the song will come on in the car, and we're both like, turn it off, turn it off, because oh it's just like God. immediately makes us want to sleep. <laughs> so that finding so the song, great. I know, finding the song that does that for you is massively helpful. Okay, what next? The other thing, <laughs> this is a recent thing. Violet's decided she's a really good masseuse, so she's mm. been giving me like, I get really, really tight in like my upper back and she'll just like pound and pound and pound. And that helps me just ah. get some of that tension out before sleep, which is nice. That and your Theragun. Oh my gosh. Love the Theragun. Violet is basically a human Theragun. <laughs> and then the other thing, and this is another supplement and people know about this one, but is magnesium. Taking magnesium before you go to sleep can be very helpful to just regulate your body it just really helps you relax and ease into sleep. Hmm. I, I didn't know that. So not everyone knows that. Okay. Well, magnesium and L-theranine. These are the two biggies. Okay, Sarah, what are these bamboo sleep pants you've discovered? <laughs> We've talked about sleep pants and we have talked about lounge pants before because our friend Corrine had these fabulous lounge pants and we were like, we have to have <laughs> lounge pants. Yes. So... Mine happen to be bamboo, and they're perfect to sleep in. And I've gotten now multiple pairs because they last forever. They always look great, and they really, really help regulate your body temperature. They're so cozy and comfy. So I'm a huge fan of bamboo sleep pants. Okay. And now, Sarah, I have a couple of tricks, not as many as you, but one thing that really helps me is listening to a podcast. Mm. But now it can't be a podcast I'm too interested in, you know, or else I'll just want to listen. But often a one-person podcast where it's just one person talking and hopefully they have a soothing voice. And then the key to it is to use the sleep timer. And Gretchen and I have talked about this on Happier. If you click on a podcast, you'll see it says sleep timer. And you could just, oh. just touch sleep timer. And then you can do 15 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour. So I put on the sleep timer for half an hour because what I don't like is waking up in the middle of the night. The podcast is still playing, but now it's like, it's played five of them or whatever. <laughs> so it turns off and that helps me sleep when I'm stressed. Now, what I did when Jack was younger, Sarah, and anyone out there with younger kids might want to try this, is when I was really stressed and I couldn't sleep, I would go and get into bed with Jack. 
Because Aww. just like being near him yeah. just eased my mind. Yes. And I would often find if I couldn't sleep in our bed, I could sleep in Jack's bed. Oh, that's so sweet. It is. One of the advantages of having a kid. Yes. I'm like, we need to, to have some younger kids in our lives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sleep better. I will also say for the record, I'm still looking for my pillow. If anybody has a great pillow mm. recommendation... Please tell me because I'm I buy like every two months I'll buy a different pillow and and nothing is right. Here's a question for you. I'm just curious. Do you like the more thin pillow or the fat thick pillow? I like well, this is the problem. I really can't find what I like, which is like firmness so that you're elevated a little bit, but then really soft around your face. So what I usually Ah. do is I'll have like a firmer pillow and then a softer pillow on top, but then they move. It's just, it's not ideal. Interesting. (laughs) Yes. What about you? Do you have a good pillow, Liz? No, I, you know how I like coffee from 7-Eleven, bad coffee from (laughs) 7-Eleven? I like an old bad pillow. (laughs) Like that, that's what I like. I don't need like a fancy new pillow does not work for me. I like something that's been around for 20 years. That is the pillow for me. Nice. And it's got to be like thin and kind of been mushed down over time. Yeah. Lumpy. That works for me. (laughs) Yeah. So that's my pillow thing. Okay. Okay, Sarah, it is time for a question from the mailroom. And this comes from Amy. She says... What other industries, disciplines, areas of life, individually or together, do you tap into most to help you be a writer slash showrunner? Double question mark. Well, Sarah, a lot. I mean, when I read this question, the first thing I thought um, was of you having been a teacher. Yes, I think that teacher skills definitely come into play here. Obviously, a lot of our job is training younger writers and new writers on whatever we're working on to kind of get the show. So for sure. And also the patients, the organization, all of those things. I think being a teacher has been super, super helpful. I was a teacher for like two whole years, but again, I was young. It was formative. I think it's been really helpful. (laughs) Now, Liz, what about you? Well, it's funny. This is not a discipline, but what I have found very helpful is the high school that you and I went to. So we went to a school called Pembroke Hill in Kansas City, and it had the greatest English department. And the main focus, at least in my perception of school, was learning how to write a sentence. And you and I can both very easily write just fluid prose. It just comes naturally to us after just the training we had in high school. And so much of our job is responding to emails and writing documents. So it's like writing scripts is actually a small part of our job (laughs) compared to all this other stuff we do. So for the mechanics of just having to respond to people all day long, I find that those tools we have from high school are extremely valuable. I could not agree more. Could not agree more. It's really true. I mean, we've talked about our high school a lot. It was such a good school. We had the best English teachers ever. We also had great history teachers and other teachers. It's just you and I, the English department is where we, we like to be. 
Yes, exactly. And then weirdly, Liz, another job that I think has helped me be a showrunner is being an assistant. Mm. I was a second assistant for almost two years. And it was all about like taking notes, keeping lists, keeping track of information. And I feel like we use those skills, I mean, just constantly. Yes, you're definitely more organized than I am, like with the lists and the calendars, you're in charge of the calendar, because I could never even fathom doing it. And I do think that was similar to stuff you would do when you're an assistant. Yes, for sure. Only now it's not keeping track of Manny Petty's, it's when is a draft due? Yeah. And then we both feel very strongly that being a mom is applicable to being a showrunner, for sure. Yes. I mean, people are like looking to you often for answers, and you might not feel that you have them. I mean, that's how I feel about being a mom, right? You never know. You're always like kind of making it up as you go along. And there's definitely that aspect of being a showrunner. I will say I think being a showrunner is much easier than being a mom because you can learn the showrunning skills. And like I think we've talked about this and you repeat them over and over again. Whereas with being a mom, it's always something new. This is true. Running one show is different than running another show, but not as different as parenting a two-year-old and parenting a nine-year-old. Exactly. It's radically different. So that is such an interesting question. So thank you, Amy. Coming up, we've got a hot Hollywood hit, but first this break. Okay, Liz, here's some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, multiple systems, delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs, you cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems, and you improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash Hollywood. NetSuite.com slash Hollywood. NetSuite.com slash Hollywood. Okay, Liz, it's time for this week's Hollywood hack, which is a fireproof document box. Yes. Now, Sarah, I was shocked to learn that you did not have one of these. Well, I really feel like I've failed in some respect for not having one of these boxes. Because as you know, uh, and as anyone who listens to this podcast, has, if you've listened for a while, you know that I'm totally obsessed with preparing for emergencies. I think it's one of those only parent things. I just feel like I have to be mm. on top of it and ready to go at the drop of a hat to save us both. You know what I mean? And the dogs and now the rabbit and, you know, and the chickens. So, like, I have multiple emergency kits. I could feed the neighborhood with MREs if I needed to. <laughs> I am just, like, over it. But recently, our friend, Kareen, mentioned that a fireproof document box, and I could not believe that I don't have one. I do now. I didn't have one. I got one right away. (laughs) 
Good. Well, Sarah, particularly living in Ojai, where there really is a a risk of wildfire, you want to have your documents safe. Exactly. Yes. And just nature. We just don't know what nature is going to do these days. There's wildfire, there's floods. You just got to be prepared to save those documents like your passport, birth certificates, death certificates, all that good stuff. And the New York Times recommends Honeywell's 1114 lightweight fire and waterproof chest. So we'll put a link to that one in our show notes. So for those of you who, like me, have not gotten this very important item yet, let this be your little nudge. All right, I'm going to get it today, Sarah. Okay, good for you. Good for me. We're doing it. (laughs) (laughs) We're doing it. Well, that's it for this episode of Happier in Hollywood. For questions or comments, email us or send us a voice memo to happierinhollywood at gmail.com. Remember to submit those questions for our upcoming listener questions episode. Thanks for listening, and please follow us if you haven't already. Thanks to our executive producer, Chuck Reed, and everyone at Sancola Sound. You can follow them on Instagram at Sancola Sound. Thanks to everyone at Cadence 13. And as always, thank you to Gretchen Rubin. Happier in Hollywood is part of the Onward Project. Listen to the other Onward Project podcasts. Happier with Gretchen Rubin, Side Hustle School, Do the Thing with Whole 30s, Melissa Urban, and Everything Happens with Kate Bowler. Get in touch. I'm on Instagram at Sfain and Liz is at Liz Craft. We also have a Facebook group. Search for Happier in Hollywood on Facebook to join in on the conversation. Until next week, I'm Liz Craft. And I'm Sarah Fain. Thanks for joining us. It's a fun job. And we enjoy it. Now the only thing I have to do, Liz, is find all the important documents. They're in a box, but I don't know which box. (laughs) Step one, find important documents. I, I recently sent away for my birth certificate, so I hear you. From the Onward Project.